Good morning, world. It's a new day. <laughs> day 10 in the audio mo world. Hashtag audio mo day 10. Ay, ay, ay. Oh. Coffee time. First things first. Yes, first things first. Coffee, coffee time for me. Mmm. Well, I just uh, saw a question on my lemur account from the post that I did late last night. I guess it was early this morning, possibly, when I posted it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the question was, I had posted a detail of one of my refugee series, the one that I'm putting white. Oh, the coffee maker. Um, the, um, the white jasmine flowers. And the comment was, what do I expect? Oh, I should read it verbatim, huh? Let's see if I can. See if I can while I record. It was an interesting question. Let's see. What do you hope people feel or experience when they look at the series? So I responded, I responded to the comment because I thought about that and I'm like, hmm, I don't really have an answer. Hi, Victorious One. It's a fun, interesting question you have there. Art is all in the eye of the beholder. I don't paint for anyone else, I paint for myself. So I don't ever come to a painting with your question in mind. <laughs> That's interesting. When I read it, I'm like, um, what do I hope people feel or experience when they look at the series? You know, I don't know. I, I don't paint for people. I paint because I need to paint about the subject or I need to express myself. So uh, whatever you choose to to experience or feel. I'm uh, telling my own story. I'm expressing my concerns about things in time. Certain paintings, I'm, you know, the paintings will take me to a place not, uh, I don't come to a canvas or a panel or any surface when I'm painting with an idea that I want someone to feel this or experience something. I don't. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, I have no answer for you because um, yeah, I just I just don't come there, come to my painting in that kind of way, so <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, the piece is, you see above here is a detail of a bigger work. It's not the full piece. 
I haven't, I don't know that I've posted the full piece of this piece anywhere yet, except for in its different stages. But last night's work has not been posted in its full, I think I put this detail on my Facebook. I put a progress picture on Instagram of the large piece, the 60 inch piece I was speaking of in this cast. But uh, thanks for the question. <laughs> what do you hope to bring or see or experience when you look at art? And so that was my recording to her this morning about that question. And maybe my toast and my I think I'm going to pin this recording to the end of my cast from last night for my audio 10 today. Oh, it is a good question because well, I can only speak for me as an artist. I can't speak for anybody else and how they come to their work and what, they, what their intentions are when they come to the piece of the canvas on a blank canvas. Uh, my intentions specifically are because I like to paint. I just like the feeling of coming to a canvas and trying to ex- make something from a, a blank surface. And um, I really do, like I said in that earlier, response. I really do allow the painting to let me or tell me where's the next step. I may come with an idea like this series I'm doing with my disgust for war and what it makes. Okay? The fallout as I was speaking out of in the last last night late while I was pacing up and down my neighborhood sidewalk with brownies in my mouth because I needed to get away from the paintings. I'm putting some Havarti cheese on my toast this morning. But I come to the painting surface. I mean, like, I may come to the work with an idea. I want to talk about this because this bothers me. I hate war. I see the compelling images of these refugees day by day by day. Nobody talks about it in the news as much as they should. Um, I look at the images of mainly children and women although there are men in those in my my earlier refugee work you have to check out my website to my refugee series there's a few of them there from the older I started this series back in when did I start it 2015 14 15 maybe I don't think I started it in 14 anyway um I 
just had to do something with my consternation as a citizen of the United States with the uh, complete audacity that we have in going to other countries constantly creating wars and creating this never the I mean and, and hence creating the fallout right we have the deaths of course I'm not going to be well maybe I will move into you know painting dead people who knows what I'll be doing with this because I really don't have control over this series I try to just show up you know so when I began looking at the images of these people that were fleeing war-torn countries I think the main thing I saw in their faces and I'm going to go back to these three that I'm working on right now first of all my earlier parts of the series was about uh, women and children and and what we propagate okay and what the um, the fallout meaning these people are living with tragedy and trauma in their lives um, for the rest of their lives you can't change their you can't change their environment because they've they've lived with this fear and this running and this hatred for us there's terror in their eyes somewhat there's longing there's sadness loss but the earlier ones was about you know children and and a new generation of you know living with the psyche of having to flee <laughs> i mean what 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 is right what is right about children having to live like that when I brought my children into the world, I wanted to let them experience life in the fullest play, playing and joy and nurturing and loving. And instead, these kids are running and having to f be quiet because they don't want to be found out or, they, you know, they're extreme fear and they're screaming. You'll see in one of my pieces, I have a kid that is screaming because he's just put over a, a barbed wire fence so yeah you know I I generally paint about what makes me paint I mean I generally paint about compelling images or com something that compels me to come to the surface and and express what I'm painting or express what I'm feeling so I don't know what the viewer will come from with that um, I know that the one piece that I had that well actually two pieces are going into a show in New York in January uh, one of them is that screaming piece and um, I intentionally made that child's face larger than normal the mouth wider and op more open than the rest of his body because I wanted um, to say and for me I'm screaming you know look at me I'm screaming 
so you'll have to look at the older work but these pieces that I'm currently working on I had a feeling of these precious young women these precious young girls you know that I looked at their faces and they're in the in the photographs that I've that have inspired this work um, of course I because I'm not doing it on site over there you know <laughs> I thought about that too I thought you know there's no way you can actually get the reality of uh, what's going on over there so all I can depend on is what I'm seeing here in the news you know or not in the news searching it myself uh, Excuse me, I guess I'm going to be eating on this cast as well because I don't want my toast to get totally cold. But anyway, um, basically, you know, it's what compels me to say something. And I thought about, you know, there's a big part of me that's like almost like a photojournalist in a way. But... I have an opportunity to do it in a more creative sense, I think. I think photojournalism has a great place. I wish, I sort of wish I had gone down that road in my creative process, but I still could. I mean, I still kind of take shots that way. Mm. Oh, that's what I needed, hot coffee. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Uh, mm. Yeah, so interesting. But um, I've forgotten now where I began. Oh, I was telling you about my response. Yeah, and um, so the question is, what do you bring? What do you bring? I think the viewer brings their own perceptions, their own life uh, backgrounds, their own uh, ideas of their political beliefs, their own church if you will their own um, sense of what's important in life to the work to any work not just my work I just think you know when you see some paintings or some artwork what do you bring where are you coming from when you look at it are you looking for paint technology technicality are you Technicality? Is that the one I want to word, the word I want to use? The technical aspects of painting? Or are you hoping to be moved? What are you hoping for? What are you I mean each work is different. It can bring you to different places, you know? I go to the museum, which I just happened to last week, and see Magritte now I was looking at his technical expertise there but I was also looking at what he was trying to say with his imagery uh, how he was telling the story it's really hard to tell a story sometimes but you can surely try what else did I see I saw a conceptual piece that was film, three screens. I think I, I think I, already casted about it, but um, 
very significant to me. It was about migration and it did deal with slavery in colonial times. It dealt with the whaling industry. It dealt with uh, our, con our current situation with migration, migration, how did he put it? My migrationism? <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but he, I think the author, I've been listening to some interviews of his and uh, this refugee series, this, I mean, this refugee crisis we're in. So I don't know. What do you see in art? You know, what do you bring to the picture when you're viewing a work? And now I'm going to put the older cast from last night onto the end of my daily one today here in SoundCloud so that you can hear the full context of that conversation. So I posted, I posted my need to get outside last night after I was painting these pieces and where I was going with the work and the process, the in work in process place I'm in. And then I woke up this morning and heard that question that you just heard me talk about. So yeah, here's the rest of it. Ugh. It's 10.15 p.m. Um, I have a mouthful of brownies. I've been painting tonight. Oh, I have like three wet paintings again. One is 60 by 48, 60 inches by 48 inches. Mm. It's funny, I was right on top of it painting, basically sitting on the floor, reaching and doing all this stuff. It's kind of low on the ground. And I thought I was like really making progress. <laughs> and I was using thick paint and I had chosen this older piece that I had not finished that I didn't know what I was going to do with to make this piece that sort of combines well it doesn't combine it's supposed to How do I say it? It's not like it's supposed to make them come together, but it's also, it is. And then it's also supposed to be like a rest for your eye. <laughs> if I were to show these pieces together, as I envision this series that I'm doing, it's primarily about no more war and refugees, which I'm now calling them special flowers or something. I don't know what I'm going to call them, but I don't want to call them refugees, but they are refugees. Anyway, um, the fallout from war, the fallout, maybe I'll call it fallout or witnessing. <laughs> oh, 
I'm walking up and down my sidewalk like I'm pacing the house, but I had to get out of there and get away from the work. And I keep looking. If I stay in front of the house, sorry for the mouthful. If I stay in front of the house, I keep looking. <laughs> I just need a break from it. Um. So this one piece I have fairly done, but I added some more tonight. Actually, I have four wet pieces. Because <laughs> I went into the one that was closer to being finished again tonight. One is about blue roses, and the other one is about jasmine, and the other one is about water lilies. But they're about these young females. And they're Syrian refugees. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm just like, kind of, ugh. I needed to get out. Oh, yeah, and uh, so this other work, this larger, okay, those are all 30 by 40 inches. I think I have another five canvases in the back ready to go for those. I think so five and one, two, three, that's eight. I don't know. I have many thoughts, but... Since I did this whole thing with covering that one first one with roses, first it was red roses, then it turned into blue roses. And this one looked like, the second one looked like she had, it's called, well, first of all, let me think, might finish my thought. It looks like she had like this snake around her. But it wasn't a snake, it was her shawl or her head covering. And but I was gonna put sunflowers all over her, but I thought I looked up some did some research about flowers in Syria and even though it's not their official national flower, jasmine is the I guess the accepted flower over there. Um so I thought, okay, I'm going to use jasmine on her and get away from the yellow because it's starting to look snake-like and Egyptian-like. Oh, and I thought, if I add more yellow, it's just going to be whatever. I might, might do another one with either sunflowers or chrysanthemums or I don't know. I just walked by a nice sprinkler and was on their yard and my feet got wet. I think you can hear my crickets or whatever those night bugs are. Okay, I'm walking it off a little. Um, and then this, this third piece, third more or less recognizable face is uh, the water lilies and I don't know what to do with her but I just keep at it I'm not really paying attention to her but I keep going into there and adding some as I'm painting because I that's how I do work so they sort of all get painted together so 
out. It's loud. It's not afraid of me, I guess. <laughs> um. So. I think I will pull out the another couple of canvases and sketch in on a couple more people. I think I'm, you know, I just walked by the front door. It's wide open again. And when I come by, when I walk by the uh, the largest piece, the 60-inch piece, I, I can definitely see that's not, you know, anywhere near done, but it's, it's a lot better when you look from far away than when you're about five feet away. It's better when you're like, how far am I? Let's see. Hey, Maggie. Uh, I would say I was more like maybe 25 feet away from my front sidewalk. And it's, it's working. It's coming along. But what my eye catches is the one next to it, which I just added those white jasmine all over at the top of her. And I left it. It's kind of a raw piece. I left some of them open, just outlined them. Yeah, some couple of others I, you know, colored them in. But mm, I'm liking that one. Hmm. Have to see what it looks like in the morning. Oh, hello! I'm coming in. I know you don't like when I'm out here and you're in there. Hmm. I'm not used to... Okay. What, sweetie girl? Here, I'll give you a love. I'm not used to leaving my paintings as raw. So, I don't know. And I do like what happened with the... um The blue roses one, as I kept adding and kept at it. Kept at it. <laughs> kept grinding away at it. I actually like that one. It feels finished. But it feels still, I don't know what the word is, not rough, but not spontaneous, maybe. I need spontaneity in the work. That's why I'm not that happy with the Hans Christian Andersen one, because even though I tried to keep it abstract, I was trying to keep it symmetrical and... It just felt like I kept having to make it like a design, like I was doodling on a paper. But when I'm painting, I want to paint, you know? I want to move the brush around. So I'm going to look at this one in the morning. Um, oh, the one, this is the one that I put the jasmine over it. I'm going to call it, I'm not calling it jasmine. I keep the title that I wrote all over the front of it. It's all questionable. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one, I didn't really have a name, so it's going to be Blue Roses. And this one? Uh, this one has a long story behind it, but before it ever got to the Syrian face and 
to be in this series. Wow, I just left a big glob of yellow on there. I'm just like, wow. I'm just I was just like I wasn't thinking. I was just adding pink. Anyway, um this one was called Oh You're So Aggressive. I like it. I even put some nail polish on this one. Yeah, so this one is my aggressive piece and it's coming out with these super pastels. It's so weird. <laughs> it's not dark at all. Hmm. I'm so aggressive. You're so aggressive. I got told that on one of my posts somewhere. I don't remember. I don't know how long ago even. Probably a year ago now. Long story, but a man told me, you're so aggressive. <laughs> I wanted to say F you. If you think this is aggressive because I just talk, I speak up for myself. Uh, sorry, you have another thing coming, honey. Whatever. Let it go. It's all good. All right, so that's my tonight end of studio cast. And I think I'll put it on lemur tonight and anchor. I don't think I'll put it on SoundCloud. Alrighty. Have a good evening. Good morning, world. It's a new day. <laughs> day 10 in the audio mo world. Hashtag audio mo day 10. Ay, ay, ay. Oh. Coffee time. First things first. Yes, first things first. Coffee time for me. Mm. Well, I just uh, saw a question on my lemur account from the post that I did late last night. I guess it was early this morning, possibly, when I posted it. I don't know. Anyway, uh... The question was, I had posted a detail of one of my refugee series, the one that I'm putting white. Oh, the coffee maker. Um, the, um, the white jasmine flowers. And the comment was, what do I expect Oh, I should read it verbatim, huh? Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can while I record. It was an interesting question. Let's see. What do you hope people feel or experience when they look at the series? So I responded, I responded to the comment because I thought about that. I'm like, hmm, I don't really have an answer. Hi, Victorious One. It's a fun, interesting question you have there. 
Art is all in the eye of the beholder. I don't paint for anyone else. I paint for myself. So I don't ever come to a painting with your question in mind. <laughs> That's interesting. When I read it, I'm like, um, what do I hope people feel or experience when they look at the series? You know, I don't know. I, I don't paint for people. I paint because I need to paint about the subject or I need to express myself. So uh, whatever you choose to, to experience or feel. I'm uh, telling my own story. I'm expressing my concerns about things in time. Certain paintings, I'm... You know, the paintings will take me to a place not... Uh, I don't come to a canvas or a panel or any surface when I'm painting with an idea that I want someone to feel this or experience something. I don't. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, I have no answer for you because, um, yeah, I just I just don't come there, come to my painting in that kind of way. So <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, the piece is, you see above here is a detail of a bigger work. It's not the full piece. I haven't, I don't know that I posted the full piece of this piece anywhere yet, except for in its different stages. But last night's work has not been posted in its full, I think I put this detail on my Facebook. I put a progress picture on Instagram of the large piece, the 60 inch piece I was speaking of in this cast. But uh, thanks for the question. <laughs> what do you hope to bring or see or experience when you look at art? And so that was my recording to her this morning about that question. And maybe my toast and my I think I'm going to pin this recording to the end of my cast from last night for my audio 10 today. Oh, it is a good question because well, I can only speak for me as an artist. I can't speak for anybody else and how they come to their work and what, they, what their intentions are when they come to the piece of the canvas on a blank canvas. Uh, my intentions specifically are because I like to paint. I just like the feeling of coming to a canvas and trying to exp make something from a, a blank surface. And um, I really do, like I said in that earlier, response. I really do allow the painting to let me or tell me where, where's the next step. I may come with an idea like the series I'm doing with my 
disgust for war and what it makes, okay? The fallout, as I was speaking out of in the last cast last night late while I was pacing up and down my neighborhood sidewalk with brownies in my mouth because I needed to get away from the paintings. I'm putting some Havarti cheese on my toast this morning. But I come to the painting surface. I mean, like, I may come to the work with an idea. I want to talk about this because this bothers me. I hate war. I see the compelling images of these refugees day by day by day. Nobody talks about it in the news as much as they should. Um, I look at the images of mainly children and women. Although there are men in those in my my earlier refugee work, you have to check out my website to my refugee series. There's a few of them there from the older. I started this series back in when did I start it? 2015, 14, 15 maybe. I don't think I started it in 14. Anyway. Um. I just had to do something with my consternation as a citizen of the United States with the uh, complete audacity that we have in going to other countries constantly creating wars and creating this Never the I mean, and, and hence creating the fallout, right? We have the deaths, of course. I'm not going to be... Well, maybe I will move into, you know, painting dead people. Who knows what I'll be doing with this. Because I really don't have control over this series. I try to just show up, you know? So, when I began looking at the images of these people that were fleeing war-torn countries. I think the main thing I saw in their faces, and I'm going to go back to these three that I'm working on right now. First of all, my earlier parts of the series was about uh, women and children and and what we propagate, okay, and what the, um, the fallout meaning. These people are living with tragedy and trauma in their lives, um, for the rest of their lives, you can't change their you can't change their environment because they've they've lived with this fear and this running and this hatred for us. There's terror in their eyes, somewhat. There's longing. There's sadness, loss. But the earlier ones was about you know children, and and a new generation of. You know, living with the psyche of having to flee. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what is right? What is right about children having to live like that? When I brought my children into the world, 
I wanted to let them experience life in the fullest play, playing and joy and nurturing and loving. And instead, these kids are running and having to be quiet because they don't want to be found out or they, you know, they're extreme fear and they're screaming. You'll see in one of my pieces, I have a kid that is screaming because he's just put over a, a barbed wire fence. So, yeah, you know, I, I generally paint about what makes me paint. I mean, I generally paint about compelling images or com something that compels me to come to the surface and, and express what I'm painting or express what I'm feeling. So I don't know what the viewer will come from with that. Um, I know that the one piece that I had that, well, actually two pieces are going into a show in New York in January. Um, one of them is that screaming piece. And um, I intentionally made that child's face larger than normal, the mouth wider and op more open than the rest of his body. Because I wanted um, to say, and for me, I'm screaming, you know, look at me, I'm screaming. So you'll have to look at the older work. But these pieces that I'm currently working on, I had a feeling of these precious young women, these precious young girls, you know, that I looked at their faces and their in the in the photographs that I've that have inspired this work. Um, of course, I because I'm not doing it on site over there, you know. <laughs> I thought about that too. I thought, you know, there's no way you can actually get the reality of uh, what's going on over there. So all I can depend on is what I'm seeing here in the news, you know, or not in the news, searching it myself. Uh, excuse me, I guess I'm going to be eating on this cast as well because I don't want my toast to get totally cold. But anyway, um, basically, you know, it's what compels me to say something. And I thought about, you know, there's a big part of me that's like almost like a photojournalist in a way. But I have an opportunity to do it in a more creative sense, I think. I think photojournalism has a great place. I wish, I sort of wish I had gone down that road in my creative process, but I still could. I mean, I still kind of take shots that way. Mm. Oh, that's what I needed, hot coffee. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, mm. Yeah, so interesting. But um, I've forgotten now where I began. Oh, I was telling you about my response. Yeah, and... Um, so the question is what do you bring what do you bring i think the viewer brings their own perceptions their own life uh backgrounds their own uh ideas of their political beliefs their own church if you will their own um 
sense of what's important in life to the work, to any work, not just my work. I just think, you know, when you see some paintings or some artwork, what do you bring? Where are you coming from when you look at it? Are you looking for paint technology, technicality? Are you technicality? Is that the word I want to the word I want to use? The technical aspects of painting, or are you hoping to be moved? What are you hoping for? What are you? I mean, each work is different. It can bring you to different places. You know. I go to the museum, which I just happened to last week, and oh, what did I see? Magritte. Now I was looking at his technical expertise there, but I was also looking at what he was trying to say with his imagery. Uh, how he was telling the story. It's really hard to tell a story sometimes, but you can surely try. What else did I see? I saw a conceptual piece that was film, three screens. I think I, I think I already casted about it, but um, very significant to me. It was about migration and it did deal with slavery and colonial times. It dealt with the whaling industry, it dealt with uh, our, con our current situation with migration, how did he put it, My migrationism, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but he, I think the author, I've been listening to some interviews of his, and uh, this refugee series, this, I mean, this refugee crisis we're in, so I don't know. What do you see in art? You know, what do you bring to the picture when you're viewing a work? <laughs>